myself for for quite a long time and for the last couple of weeks it's been a little bit heavier and um that's honestly why it took so long for me to get it out it just really it really weighed on me and the the deeper I got into it a deeper place I was put in a deeper place. So that's, um, this was a rough week. So that's why it took me some time to get this out. But here we are. It's Sunday. Um, I've decided that I'll no longer be doing weeklies. It's just way too much going on (laughs) in my life to get y'all peace out every, every Wednesday. So every other Wednesday, I'll be airing a new piece. So I hope you guys subscribe. So then you'll be notified when the new piece is, is up and ready for you to enjoy. Um, Thank you all for listening and enjoying so far and giving your feedback. And, and for everyone that's just like, look, you need to keep going. I need some more. I was waiting for, I was waiting for a podcast Wednesday. What's going on? <laughs> thank you all so much. Um, We are here. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and, and dive right into it. So I really want to make this short and sweet, but the truth of the matter is there's nothing short and sweet about our existence on earth for X amount of time, whether it be five years to 45 years. Six months to 85 years. Hell, some are blessed to make it to 101 years old. And that's still not enough time for those that have been left behind. And the impact that they've left with us, that they left on us. And the fact that the only guarantee in life is... Eventually, it's going to take us all out. This piece has been eaten at my soul for quite a while now, a very long time. But for the last couple of weeks, it has been just picking, picking, picking at me. And enough is enough. It's time to put it out. Take a second and think. Could you imagine... Your life partner, the person you woke up to this morning, the person who has eyes just like the child you delivered in a strange hospital room, filled with random nurses and doctors with every bit of your privacy exposed, but holding your hand, reminding you that they are there and it will be okay. Your person. Imagine this person who, when life is too much, 
when the world just kicks your ass. You come home and this person just resolved all those negative feelings by simply existing. Now, imagine this person leaving out as a standard routine. You say your goodbyes, your I love yous. The I'll see you later because maybe you have plans for dinner later. So let's get this day out the way. But as the day approaches the end, a selfish individual decides to take your person away. With no regard for anything other than the anger and hate within themselves. They take your person away forever. And as if that is not enough for you to deal with. You have other careless selfish humans who decide to pull out their cell phones and have the audacity to record your person's last moments. While first responders do all they can to work your person and just bring them back even if it is just to say one last I love you. These selfish careless beings offer no help. Just recall because getting a like or a view on social media is more important than the life that was just lost. Oh, but wait, there's more. Because the simple fucks don't understand the importance of compassion or respect. They, like mindless vultures, are at the hospital waiting. Not to offer emotional support. Not to offer prayers. They are with more cameras. To record more because him dying on fucking camera wasn't enough for you to deal with. They need to see you lose it. Boost their views, right? As if the thought of your pain is not enough to snap them back. They have to see it live. And they record it because not only do they need to see it live. All the people of the world need to see your heartbreak into a million pieces. Because your world and life as you know it has been crushed. Simply because someone has so much hate inside them, they couldn't handle the love that your person was receiving. If something should ever happen to me, God's will that it won't. But if it should be in his plans that I am removed from this world in a traumatic event, if anyone around sees a phone out, be whoever asks. After beating said ass, grab the phone camera and record them in pain. <laughs> you know views and likes please have enough compassion and respect for his children and his family as i am sure they do not want to relive any moment of death of someone they valued and loved steps off soapbox that was a post on facebook by brit nicole um every time that girl touches my soul. She she touches my soul. We went to high school together. And I am so proud of the woman that she has become. And I know she's going to do great things and continue to do great things. Um, Brittany, thank you so much for allowing me to use your post here. And I really hope I did your words justice because... You never fail to touch me. And I appreciate you so much. I just want to say thank you. This ain't about a celebrity in their status. This ain't about Nipsey or Triple X, Pac or Biggie. But at the same time, it is. It's about men. Black men. Black boys, 
us. It's about all of us. No matter our material possessions or our accomplishments, it's about us all. We are losing our support system. We are losing our motivation. We are pouring into our children and we're losing our future. We're losing our sons. We're we're losing our babies. Every loss is a huge loss. It's not about your status in the world. Because no matter your situation, you mean something to somebody. I have been blessed throughout my journey to have the opportunity to interact with different people from different places, different situations. Um, And that's always been my thing. I've always been interested in people. I've always been interested in people's mindset, how they end up in situations, how they respond to things, how they maneuver and manage through the things that they go through, how it affects them. Um, That is, I've always been interested in people. Not everybody, (laughs) but I always like to know about someone. Um, In my complicated life, I've been able to come up in the hood, come up on Capitol Hill, Stay in Merlin, (laughs) you know, I've been able to live in all these places and have a connection to different people. And I say that because while I was coming up, all I heard, and I still hear it to this day, which it still drives me bonkers. I'm from this place. We do this. I'm from this neighborhood. We don't play. You're not going to play with me. I'm from so-and-so. You know where I'm from? That has never, that's never made sense to me. That's never made sense to me. I never understood. I don't know if it's because I got only child syndrome and it's just me. (laughs) Or if it's just, it's never been for me to actually have that. It just never made sense to me to go somewhere and be like, this where I'm from. Because to me, it doesn't matter where you're from. All it matters is who you are. It matters where you're from when you when you climb out of there and you do better and you say, damn, I came from here. I came from this, this place that wasn't the best for me and I've exceeded expectations. That's when it matters. Not because my cousin Pookie around the corner and we don't play. That that never made sense to me. So I often tell I often tell people I've had this conversation with my niece time and time again. I always ask her, I say, I'll never do you understand the projects is just that? A project? It's a project. They build these fucking units, they build these fucking High rises or whatever they do. And they put you there purposely to see if you're going to make it out. They want to see what you're going to do. They kind of got an idea what you're going to do. And they want to see just how well 
you're going to survive in this situation. Are you going to keep yourself there or are you going to climb up out of it? Are you going to use them as an excuse or decide that you don't need them? And I think that people get so caught up in this hood shit that they don't even, they don't have a clue or they don't care. Why can't you take your your neighborhood and back in the day when I was coming up and I stayed at grandma's house, the neighbors beat your ass like they was grandma. If you did something, I'm telling your grandmother, everybody knew everybody and everybody looked out for each other. I don't know too much about the hood, but from my understanding, the old heads looked out for the youngins. They didn't play with these youngins. They didn't let them do whatever they wanted to do. They they took control of their neighborhood. It's no more control. And I'm not saying it's, it's simple or it's an easy fix. There's just no more control. People are losing it. Everybody want to be seen. Everybody feel like they want to take something from somebody. And it's, it's no more, it's no more neighborhood. It's no more family. It's no more village. The village is gone. The village is gone. Everybody's finding issue with each other. And if you're not finding issue, you're really just trying to stay the fuck out the way. And no matter how much you try to stay out the way, if somebody looking at you like, you making that move? You doing that? Nah, I, I, I can't let you do that. Well, if you're going to do it, I'm going to get a piece of it. I watched the first 48 one night. I always watch Adi and shit like that. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting off, but I, I really got to tell y'all the story because it just, it clicked to me. These guys decided that they were going to rob a woman one night. They robbed her and they killed her. People rob, steal, because they feel like, I don't have it. I'm going to take it from you. They don't care that you're busting your ass to get it. They don't want to put in the same effort that you're putting in to get it. They just want to take it from you because it seemed like an easy fucking fix. They robbed this lady and they killed this lady. They got caught and they found out that they had way more than she ever had. That lady lost her home. She lost her job. She lost everything she had. And all she had was her car and her two kids. She lived in the car with her two kids and she was trying to find a job. They robbed her of five fucking dollars. And then he cries. (laughs) When he hears the story, he cries. Why do you feel like you can take something from somebody? You have no fucking idea what they've been through, what they going through, and everything they have to do to keep the little bit of shit that they had. Why do you feel like you don't have to put in the same work that somebody else puts in or more, or you may not even have to put in that much to get the same or better? I will never understand how you... Scream for a location, a place that is not guaranteed to be there for you. You can scream, I'm from Southside all day. 
You can scream, I'm from uptown all day. You can scream, you from wherever the fuck you at all day. And the truth is, that's not where your support comes from. Your support comes from the people that care about you, love you, and want more for you. I don't care if you got a sandbox, homie, that been by your side doing shit with you for the for years of your life. Until they make those moves with you, I feel like your loyalty is to yourself. Your loyalty is to the people that love you. That's who you represent. When you make it out, when you want to be an inspiration to somebody, that's when you say, I'm from the fucking South Side. I ain't have shit. I couldn't get a fucking job. I didn't have nothing. It was hard for me to go to school. I didn't have my mother. I didn't have my father. Wherever you from, that's when you scream where you're from because people don't expect you to make it out. And you show them. I went through all this bullshit and I'm here and I'm back and I'm better than ever. I'm great. And I'm still working on greatness. It's going to be hard to imprint that on a lot of people's mind because of the jealousy that they feel, the disgust that they feel, everything that they feel and they don't realize they feel it towards themselves. They don't feel it towards you. They feel it towards themselves. But I pray that y'all go out and you take the time to talk to some of these kids. Some of them don't want to hear it. I get it. Grab the one that want to hear it and pull them out. Pull them out. Tell them not to be a product of their fucking environment. Tell them to stop internalizing the bullshit that they're going through and blaming everybody else and making excuses for why things not going right. We have to explain to these kids that just because you're here doesn't mean you have to be here forever. And the only person that can make the change is you. No matter how many people tell you no, no matter how many people tell you don't, stop. The only people... That can make the change is you. What is it about. A man and his pride. What is it about. A black man. And his fucking pride. Why do you feel like. Your result. Has to be. You taking somebody else's life. That's bitch mate. Your result is taking somebody else's life because you're angry. You're upset. You didn't like the response. So now you feel like they shouldn't be here anymore because you hurt you embarrassed. Who the fuck gave you the right to determine that this person didn't deserve to be here? This person that somebody is dependent on. This person that is raising a child. This person that is... The caretaker of their parents. This person that is contributing to the community. Who the fuck gives you the right to determine that you can't take no more? So instead of fixing yourself, you're going to fix the situation and make sure that they're not here. 
It's a crazy thing about a man and his pride. You won't sit down and listen because you feel like you have all the answers. You have all the answers. It's not an easy situation to fix because it's a bloodline of fucking hurt. It's a bloodline. It's in your veins. You have been raised. You have been programmed by your father, by your father's father, by his father. It's in your bloodline to be exactly how you are. Even when you say, my father wasn't shit. He wasn't there for me. And you turn around and you do the same shit that he did, even though he wasn't there. Like you don't know better. Like you don't know how it feels to be a child in that position. You make the excuse that you don't want to be like that man. And you still have his ways. But nobody can tell you you have his ways because you refuse to be like him. When do we start to be truthful with ourselves? When do we start to sit down, collect our shit, and put it together? When do you as men take responsibility in saying, I'm fucked up. I need I need to fix this. I need to fix this. Some of y'all still living with mommy and refuse to leave because mommy's still treating you. You her boy. You're not her son. You're not her sunshine. You're not her easy Sunday. You her boy. She have to take care of you. Is is that what hurts? You have mommy issues. Some of y'all have daddy issues. And you make them excuses. When do you fix it? I feel like we all know right from wrong. We know how we feel when we realize the parent has wronged us. Somebody has left, left me to fend for myself. So you know how it feels. So why would you leave your child in that position? What is it about men and their fucking pride? How is it hard to say This is where I am in my life. This is what I need to fix. This is what I need to address. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that situation because you don't have no money right now. It can simply be you being fucked up from your past and you refuse to address it. You refuse to address it. Or you seeing everybody moving forward and they seem like they moving faster than you and you ain't on the same pace. You're not supposed to be on the same pace. You're not supposed to be on the same pace. It's definitely levels to this shit. And your journey is your journey. What's for you is fucking for you. People have this way of saying, I'm going to take what I want. I get that. 
Take what you want. Take what you feel you deserve. That don't mean you got to lay somebody else down to get it. You going to take it from them? Your pride puts you in more bullshit than you notice. Your pride has you fucked up with people. Your pride has you fucked up in your relationships. Your pride has you fucked up with your kids. Your pride has you fucked up with yourself. Because you won't even look in the mirror and tell yourself the truth. And more than likely, you're the man that screams loyalty. I'm loyal to this person. I do for this person. I do for that. And da, 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 da. I've learned that you can love somebody. You can be there for them. But wrong is wrong and right is right. And you don't have to, just because you my man, I'm going to back you. You can say, man, look, you fucked up. I got you, but I'm also, I got you so much that I'm going to let you know that you fucked up. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you the help that you want, that you're going to work for. How you can't take words. How How is a man with so much masculinity and so much strength, why are you so fucking fragile? Y'all men are fucking fragile. And I'm not saying all of you. A lot of y'all are working through y'all bullshit and you determined to make it out no matter how hard, how gritty it is. And I commend you. I commend you. I want you to keep going for us. But a lot of y'all are fragile as fuck. So now the thing is clout chasing, right? Everybody want to look good. They don't necessarily want to be good. They want to look good and they want everybody to see them looking good. They don't even have shit to contribute. No talent. They just want to be seen. With being seen, you're being influential. You're influencing other people to go spend this money on the next best meal at the hottest restaurant. Go buy these expensive-ass fucking clothes from people who, who don't give a fuck about you. Go go buy the best cars with the hottest rims, the best paint, whatever it is. Get you a bad bitch. Fuck on her a few times. Pass it to the side. Grab the next one. Y'all want everything to look good to the point where you don't even care what you put out into the atmosphere and you wonder why people are losing it. You wonder why our babies don't give a fuck about nothing. No more. Nobody cares about anything. Our kids got our face got their face in the phone all day, making videos. They don't really care what they do. They killing themselves because people bullying them because they don't they're not viewed in a certain light instead of just, you know, Sticking up for they fucking self and they're not learning to take a ass whipping. They're not learning to defend themselves. They can't tell you they're scared because you can't tell your child it's okay to be scared. But although you scared, you you fight until you can't fight no more. You so influential. People want to believe that you have to win all the time. And you don't know how to take a fucking L. <laughs> you don't know how to take an L. Your favorite rapper is out here rapping about how he took it ill when he made that shit back real quick. Because he could. He has the money to do that. <laughs> They're making money 
off of us and it feeding us bullshit. Me personally, I'm not into all this trap music shit. I'll listen to it. I'll, you know, get a quick bop in or whatever. But it's not for me because I don't, I don't believe it. I'm musically inclined to things that touch my soul, that touch my mind, that touch my heart. And that shit don't touch me. It don't touch me that people that have millions of dollars is talking about how they robbing people. Y'all motherfuckers really believe that these people with all this money is robbing people? And you get excited about the dumb shit. You get excited about it until it happens to somebody you know now you hurt and you can't figure it out. You don't understand the influence. You promote it. Fucking bad bitches. You fucking bad bitches. Everybody, I'm I'm not against whatever you do. Now bitches is getting their body done. They killing their insides. They are. They killing their insides because they want to be a bad bitch and they don't understand that aging gracefully is a thing. I'm not judging. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying the influence we're putting out there. We're raising kids. We're raising bullshit because we're feeding it. We're feeding it to our kids and we're not caring what they're giving them. People are, they getting divorced and they, they, they getting rid of their husbands and their wives because of the bullshit that's going on around them. You a celeb, so people all in your pocket. Every, everybody want a piece of you. I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand it. It fucked me up when Rick Ross was going to marry Lyra Galore. I was like, really? You engaged? I don't see how if you're married and you're engaged, you're still talking about fucking bitches and taking bitches here and doing, you know, crazy shit. I don't see how that's still a conversation for you. I don't see how that's still a, how that's, how that's a thing for you. You're selling stuff to people that you're either not doing or you're doing on, on a low and you damaging your family and people eating it up and they thinking it's cute. How do y'all promote that? And then you wonder why we are today. You wonder why we are where we are. And it's constantly being put out. It's constantly being put out. And y'all motherfuckers feel good. Like you really, you really feel good. When I first came across Cardi B and she was doing all her little ratchet shit, I couldn't get it. I was like, nah, that's how, how you promote Cardi B and you promote the little chick from Dr. Phil that was fucking her mother up. She was beating her mother ass. Now she making money. Y'all will make anybody famous instead of getting to the root of the problem and, and making them fix the issue. Cardi B, when she made it, she, for me, I, I was feeling that. I'm like, oh, she, she, she came from this place and she, you know, she, she's working on herself, but she don't have the right team. Ain't nobody telling her to put the fucking phone down. Ain't nobody telling her to stop responding to shit. Ain't nobody telling her to, 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 to fix her shit and then move forward. And I get that she's being real and she can always be real. But some shit you have to fix because you're going to fuck yourself over. These rappers are wrapping us up. They putting us in a mix. They taking our money. They taking our kids. 
and they living their best fucking life while you trying to live on the status that they living on, but yet they not handing you one dollar. Some of them, they, they do give to the community. They, they do give back. I get that. I understand that. I'm glad they do. I would love to come to a point where I could give back. But a lot of them just feeding you bullshit and you eating it up and you loving it. And y'all here looking dumb. <laughs> and just hilarious voice. You out here looking dumb. Because you're raising your kids not to give a damn about anything. When do you put a stop to it? When do you put a pause to it? When do you correct it? When do you say, this is a form of art, it ain't real? Or when do you say, this This is an actual story, it could have possibly happened, but look how far he's come. Some of them still doing dumb shit. Some of them still don't know how to stay out the way. Some of them still getting caught up in the same little thing. Some of them still dealing with the damage that they came up with because they got all these dollars. So they got community D and they making all these fucking babies back to fucking back. But they can afford to do that. But just because you got the money, <laughs> that money don't have nothing to do with you raising a child. They can afford to do that. They can afford to put money in the pocket and shut a motherfucker up. We on the other hand. Making babies that we can't afford to make. We can't afford to make. We can't even fix the issues that's within ourselves. And we don't even have the money <laughs> to make any of it better. But yet you keep popping them out. Yeah, I got a little shorty. She about, she about, she about six months now. I got another little John I've been fucking with. What are you doing? When do you, when do you talk to the next person and, and you soul search? When do you talk to yourself and you soul search? You don't have nobody in your circle. You don't have nobody putting marbles in your jaw telling you, filling you up. Y'all helping each other get y'all shit together. I'm not saying it's, none of it's an easy fix. None of it is simple. It's complicated as fuck. But not only is it complicated for you, it's complicated for us all because it affects us. It affects the world. It affects how we show up. When do we pour into each other? Some of us are pouring into each other. And you still got motherfuckers that's like, oh, you talking some other shit. I don't want to hear that. It ain't for you. You ain't ready yet. You back up. It ain't it ain't for you. And that's cool because everything ain't for everybody. This right here ain't for everybody. Real shit ain't for everybody. Even though people scream, I'm realer than a motherfucker. I'm the realest motherfucker you gonna meet. You real in these streets. You doing real dumb shit. <laughs> but real shit is not for everybody. Evolving is not for everybody at the moment. It's for you and it's for you. But I ain't going to wrap you up. I have loved you since the very first day I laid eyes on you. Whether you came or went, whether you were there or not, through all the pain I have ever been left with, no matter how much I have been hurt, I have loved you. <laughs> 
I may have not been informed the proper way of how to deal with everything I've been through. But I have loved you through that. I have watched you hurt yourself, hurt others, move blindly, leave others in the blind, lie, steal, cheat, and kill because you refuse to take a good look at yourself and be truthful to who you are. I will continue to love you through that. I may love you from a distance, but I will continue to love you through that misery, through that pain. Because through that, something beautiful is birthed in another place. Some make excuses for the cards they're dealt without seeing the beauty in the journey. If we were given all the answers, there would be no growth, no room for more knowledge, no room for, for wisdom. So I'm here giving you my love because life is hard. And more times than most, we make decisions based on the things that we want and how we feel with no regard to how others will be affected. To the boys still being raised by the unknown, by your neighborhood, by your best man that has no knowledge yourself or not using common sense because some common sense just ain't that common. Still under somebody else's wing, roof, wherever because you're scared to step out on faith and make the best move for yourself. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to take a chance. And it's okay to fucking fail. It's okay to take an L. It's okay to get your ass beat. <laughs> Life is going to kick your ass. And if you have no way of getting out now because you're scared, you're never going to get out. You're going to stay under somebody else's wing. You're going to stay under somebody else's roof. Mommy is still going to protect you because you refuse to protect yourself. You refuse to grow up to the men who have overcome life's bullshit of growing up through your boy phase. Keep going. Everyone is fucking proud of you. Everyone has seen where you've come from and where you're trying to go. Even if you don't announce your next move, everybody has seen the change in you. And even though it's hard, it's a struggle and you feel like you're not quite in that place or you still need more. Keep going because everybody is rooting for you. From boys to men, you all have an influence on this world and you may receive a lot of hate. 
you you may receive a lot of of negativity, but there are people that love you, and not everyone knows how to express their love. So it comes in it comes in different ways, and you're not sure how to take it in. If somebody's saying, "Come on, you got to get it together," that's love. That's not no. Oh, here you go again with the bullshit. That is love. How do you not want to hear somebody tell you that it's time to get your shit together? Life not meant to be easy. Just because you make a decision don't make it the right, don't mean it's the right decision. It could be the right decision at that moment, but at any given time, something can go wrong. And you have to be prepared and you have to be willing to say, you know what, this may not go how I want it to, but it's going to be okay. That's the balance. Of life. So we need y'all all to know that no matter the situation, even if you get in a side eye because you want your best bullshit, we love you and we looking at you because we want you to be better than what you are. We need you to be better than what you are. We need you to go through that journey, live those experiences and come out greater than when you went through it. Appreciate the journey and evolve. Thank you everyone for tuning in and lending me your ear. This was a very different segment. It was very different for me, very difficult for me because this is the very first time I had to sit down and put out my feelings where I'm at mentally with, with, with this without interacting with another person, asking questions and getting a better understanding. Um, but I still encourage you all to, to chime in and let me know what you think and how you feel and how you're affected. Um, this is very, very hard. And I want to leave you off with something. Our task is to learn, to become godlike through knowledge and to share that knowledge with others we all have abilities far beyond what we use enjoy the rest of your weekend everyone i will see you this wednesday stay tuned let's the generation let them know know that you love know that there's love lead them from temptation make them royalty all the things we face and make us question it Lead us to salvation, pour that oil, please That's how we become kings and queens